And on the 12th day of Crouch, Miss My True Love gave to me. All right, sing everybody, and uh, not a delay. Yeah, that's right. Welcome to 275 of Tactical Crouch. It's NA. We did China. We did Korea. Now we're singing Christmas carols with two special guests. We have Kenobi and we have Connecticut Curix. Welcome. We're still doing that, huh? It's on my Wikipedia. That's, that's the only. Gonna I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be it's completely gonna honest with you. That's the only reason why I remembered about that. I was just like, that's so funny. I need to bring that back. <laughs> it's. I don't remember who put it on my Wikipedia. It's right at the bottom in like the trivia yes. thing. Yep. I don't remember who did that, but. <laughs> Shout outs to whoever added that because that's brilliant. That's I wonder if they funny. did it on purpose or if they were just like, oh, it's a CT in front. It's gotta be from Connecticut. Part of me thinks it was part of me thinks it was lemon. Like a very large part of that me. Could thinks it, <laughs> it could be true. It could be true. Because she's on if you look at the revision history on my Wikipedia page, she's on there like a couple times. Oh. So she's being a little devious behind the scenes, I feel like. Hitting a devious lick. <laughs> Jessica? Yeah. How long have you been awake? Um, pretty long, but not long enough to have the uh, roster transfer window uh, cancel on me. <laughs> more, more, or or sorry, shorter or longer than eighteen and a half hours. Mm, That's where shorter. I'm at right now. Shorter? It's a specific number. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, my, my the clock is right there, so it's easy to do the quick math. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, like I, I guess practicing, even though like I think by a, a times it comes out a pretty normal you know uh european times i think 9 a.m i could like cruise into my work day based on that um but yeah i i don't know like i think if by the chance that this releases before the window either is delayed or opened um i from what i know it's much more likely that we're actually getting it now and that things are happening I think uh, the Dallas was shock thing is is an indication for that because otherwise, if you have so many unsigned players, who do you play if you have nobody How in the that contract, work? right? Like yeah, everybody's handshaked. Pre- yeah, presumably. I mean, you could you could also like even have the players play that are already like handshake agreements on other teams, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And aren't yeah. on on your roster anymore. But from my information, I think everyone on Dallas was let go uh, after the season. So technically, public. everyone tweeted that. right. Everyone else has been uh, re-signed, mm-hmm. if, and then of course he would have to clearly, you know, outline. Okay, X, Y, and Z player are actually on our team, and then these players aren't, and we're still negotiating or whatever. Or by that time, you know, for instance, Atlanta Rain has already announced that Phil and you are signing. I don't know, like how, how it will go, but yeah, uh, knock on wood. I think. This is probably a 60, 65% chance that we're getting it this time. Very good. Shit I like to hear. But this is contenders. We're talking crazy shit. We're talking CJ and Vega. We're talking simple. We're talking how the hell did Redbirds win? We're talking who is good and who is not so good uh, from North America. Um, And we have two experts on the show. Um, but before we dive into that, and maybe even some World Cup talk, we need to thank the patrons. Shout out to our patron producers, Avril Vista Bebe, Battle Cry, Refine Bean, Bronze Bob Buhau, Picasso, Chris R34444, Kasha67, Lotion, Porkchop Sammy, Rex Zane, Stuck in Bronze, and YouTube members, I Sam Jello, William Jess, Vishmam, Fire Element 6, AK Chris R, Brother, Stuck in Bronze, Samuel Espraza, Adam L, and Sagi Fumi, Brother Kenobi. <laughs> I'm not on the bottom right this time. Uh, sh- 
True. Brother on the bottom left. Uh, <laughs> hit me with a potential World Cup team. The World Cup oh, is coming for, back. For 2023. For no, China? not for China. Oh, okay. I don't this know. This is like, North America, <clears throat> boy. Well, okay. Well, okay. The question then becomes is like, is it going to be our talent or is it is it like contenders talent? Let, let's, stick, talent let's stick with you, contenders. Okay. Uh, hit, hit me with hit me with a gold medal winning back to back World Cup champions. No. Age restrictions or no? Uh, yes, go. <laughs> um, because I, because yes. if there's no age restrictions, I put tree in like immediately. Did we, did we have age restrictions in the past? I don't remember. No, I don't it's think Leaf played. Leaf played. Uh, yeah, no. Right. Okay, so no. Yeah, no yes. age restrictions. Then. Okay, so, so we have tree. So, D, so CJ Vega, I think okay. go. It, it, Vega, I, mean, I think CJ should probably be an owl by the time World Cup happens, but yeah. just for posterity, we'll do this. I think CJ Vega, I think um, for DPS, Tree and Vision. Okay. And then for Tank, probably. I'm going to say Gig mm. because I like Gig a lot, but I think probably Rhino would be like, if you wanted to, like, I think Rhino would probably be like the person who I would put in there. Okay. So that would Jerex? be my five. Any for, any adjustments for for USA specifically? You're talking yes, about specifically so like a for tenders US. based. Yeah. USA. Yeah. Team. Like we're phoning it in. We haven't hit like the super team. You know, we're we not gotta... getting American Tornado. Is yeah, basically yeah. What you're telling me right there. Yeah. Just stick the contenders. No age restrictions. Oh, if you're telling me no Atlanta Academy, no American Tornado, we're just. <laughs> I, I'm not sure we're going to the grand finals. Just <laughs> <laughs> <I was> thinking. <laughs> um. <laughs> but you never know. Uh, I don't know if you can make too many changes to that. There's definitely some yeah. names that I think could be interesting. Like, I would definitely throw Lep's name into the mix into that. Mm -hmm. um, if you consider him contenders right now. I mean, he <laughs> did just play and run it back. Um, there's a couple of DPS you could throw into the mix there as well, maybe. Um, Sugar free? <laughs> <laughs> he's an owl he's, player. Come on. Yeah? Uh, oh, which player? Well, I mean, no, that's true. That's true. That's true. Technically speaking, he still has yet to debut. Right. Yeah. That's true. I mix mix him up with speedily. There's definitely a couple of tanks I would throw yeah. in there. I think tank is probably like the biggest question mark in my mind. <laughs> I agree. Um, because there's a, a a lot of tanks that I think I would consider to be up there, like Rhino Vulcan. I think mm -hmm. either one of those you'd be good with. Gig with the both, performance, too. especially that he's had lately. I think you'd be very fine with him going as well. Um, uh, in certain metas, Strider would be a really say, interesting say ball option. Meta. Ball meta, um, <laughs> Strider. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, th there's definitely a, a lot of interesting players, but I think that's kind of like, this is kind of the same situation that we get we get into when we when we opened Contenders back in right. uh, A-Sides, what was it, June, I believe, um, where it was like, okay, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a big vacuum right now because... Mm -hmm a lot of the top talent moved up um and a lot of this year was dissecting okay who who's left who's new and all that kind of stuff and i think we're still kind of in the phase of figuring out who's who at this stage okay. even though we've seen them through three tournament stages it hmm. still kind of feels like that there's definitely been some questions answered but i don't know if we have like an at just yet kind of thing mm, okay even though odyssey has been great redbirds they've been doing redbird things you know what i mean very true <laughs> very true not gonna lie if you tell me that your you know first line na contenders na player tank would be gig 
I'm concerned for the level of play or okay but here's the thing yeah, okay have yeah, you yeah. Seen, have you seen gig this year because He's that's so good that that's yeah. the thing um okay. i actually talked to their staff uh i think it was back i think it was back in a sides if i'm not mistaken and and I, I kenobi probably feels the same way we we've had like a pretty good relationship with the redbird staff for quite some time even dating back to last year mm -hmm. uh when they first started getting it like very heavily into uh the contenders side of things um that that staff works very very diligently to make yeah. sure that first of all they find the really great talent and in some cases talent that people aren't really aware of and in some cases even talent that we're not as aware of um and they're really good at molding that talent and something that has happened that i've seen at least with gig is that they've taken what was genuinely a, a pretty solid player before um i think he's hit an entirely different level and anybody that sits here and wants to say like oh gig this gig that i think completely cast away whatever opinion you may have okay. and watch his tape now okay. because i don't think that you can have like a, as as negative of an opinion uh, of gig now as maybe some would have had in the past whatever that may be i mean i think he's i think he's a very solid tank genuinely. how far is he away from rhino then how far is I he mean, away from rhino rhino Reiner. Oh, oh Reiner! Oh, I, mean... uh, I, I rate Reiner very, 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 very highly. Personally, uh, I did going into this season. Um, I would say there's definitely still some strides he would have to make to hit Reiner's level. Personally, especially with regards to um, depth uh, in his hero pool, um, Reiner just for some reason could play everything. Um, but what Gig does play, he plays very well, and even some of the things that he's had to kind of like fall into with regards to like. Junker Queen and that kind mm -hmm. of stuff, where generally you would see like the off tank playing that kind of stuff. Gig performed really well on that. We know he's got a pretty decent ball. All the stuff that he's supposed to be playing, he plays really well. And especially given the fact that he doesn't have that kind of like off tank to support as much, you would expect that like aggressive play style that you know Gig to have mm -hmm. to kind of, uh, in some cases become problematic it really hasn't been a problem at all for redbird they've actually used that as a tool to, they've like weaponized gig in a way um that has made him i would say he has become a problem for everybody else <laughs> because dealing with gig is is now is now a difficulty for teams uh genuinely has become a problem for a lot of teams trying to dissect okay how can we deal with gig um right. before he kills like two or three of our players um and then of course redbird also has those dps players that just very hard to match right now in NA. I think the other thing about Gig is, is like when I when we were when we were casting kind of like the back end of the tournament, it was like he would always be death. He would always be least deaths in the lobby, which mm. like for Gig, like historically, like I imagine that like is something that we're not used to being with Gig. Right? No, I mean last I to... think most like League fans remember him as he was on yeah. Valiant and kind of was just like the just Ryan Rudda down guy. In, yeah, which he's not anymore, and right. I think that speaks to how the staff have like made him grow as like a player but also his ability like because they changed they did change how they played like halfway through the end of run it back where they mm. like started playing like a lot slower because there were times where like gig against the against timeless in that series and like i think it yeah. was winter semis where like he would he would do the classic gig thing where he's jumping in 300 health no bubble no cooldowns and he just like insta dies right there are some of those but like his ability to i think progressively learn a hero to like the best of the ability of that hero in that meta i think is definitely something that like has made him really valuable to redbirds because it feels like now i wouldn't be as worried about like 
him needing to pick up like Azaria because I feel like he he struggled probably a little bit at the start, but then like you could have him towards the back end of a season probably be one of the better players on. So you'd kind of trust him with like a new hero, like a like you 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 give him a Ramatra and you're like okay, like I think yeah. you you'd get just to it eventually. Like you might struggle of it like at the start, but you'd come around. Kind of like how fate was with Ball, where it was like where it was like mm-hmm. fate, oh, like Jesus. at the start of Ball was like really bad, and then like you know eventually got like to be one of the best. Quite ones. good. Yeah. I feel like Gig could probably make that happen with how he's been mm. able to progressively get better at a hero. Okay, I don't. I, one thing I will say in defense, just in case, again, I feel like with regards to Gig specifically, people that I have talked to have generally had a lesser opinion of him than than I hold personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so just in defense of him, I will say two things. A, I don't think that he's really had, and, and I don't mean this as like a knock to what Kenobi is saying. I, I, I think this is probably what he means as well. I don't think he's had any of those moments where it's like, oh, wow, that looks not good. And then he gets better. Yeah. Um, he he hasn't been at a low stage at at any yep. point with any mm-hmm. of the new heroes or anything like that, um, and he he's always started off as oh he's good and then he became better. Um, mm. And then second to that is I don't know about this personally, uh, but I hear from a lot of teammates, uh, people that play around him, and then also his staff that um, he's really built up himself personally as well behind the scenes really big leadership role on that team and um i think that factors into how i rate him personally as well because i think that those kinds of qualities go a very very long way uh on rosters the ability to kind of mesh into a team and and become part of a whole rather than just an individual um in a system you know if that makes any sense that makes perfect sense and i like and support that and you should too if you like teammates over individual players, not subtweeting anybody here, uh. you should let us know in the comments below on who's <laughs> right and who's wrong. All I'm saying yeah. is that maybe there's something to that, and maybe there's something in the water. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. the lore title for me is in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it, listen, it, I'm, one, I'm undefeated in lore bets. I don't want to hear it. Every time we interview someone that's on like one of the those crazy winning teams like EXO or you sure. know like any of these teams that are just dominant Odyssey f- for a long time was as well uh and and even Redbird everything every time we ask them like you know what's the one thing like you know is it like a coach or is it this or mm-hmm. is it that and every single time it's just like look we're just friends we're having a good time we mm-hmm. love it you know like we we all get along we like everybody puts in what they need to put in and everything yeah i mean it just then being a team hits is dome. like the yeah. biggest thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he, listen, Yiska's unknowingly blue lock pilled, and if anybody gets that reference, then, you know, shout outs to you, okay? I certainly don't. No, you definitely don't, but you'd, you'd, <laughs> you'd vibe with it. You, you, I think you get the message, and you're, you're riding high on that. Herex, you didn't sound entirely too confident in the, the shot that this hypothetical NA World Cup team has, does it clear France? <laughs> why do you, why do you, why? Why? Well, I don't, need to, I don't need to be reminded of it. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, okay, that's not I, fair. I actually, so... There, okay, there's, there's two things about that. Okay. If, if there's an actual NA team, can they clear France? I think so. I think they can. But I think that there's going to be a lot of teams that people don't expect to actually be... True. True. Very, very, very good. Um, come time for Overwatch uh, World Cup, 
that are genuinely going to be top contenders that you shouldn't be surprised if they make it to a grand final, um, like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what uh, the Danish team is one that I, I think is like already underrated because people mm-hmm. aren't talking about them being like a potential top five team. Sure. Um, like they need to be considered probably a top five team, depending on how other stuff shakes out. I mean, I, I'm a little bit ahead of myself, I think, to a degree, because I, I haven't looked at every single country. We don't even sure, know every course. single country yeah. yet. Um, but uh, but yeah, there, there's a couple of teams out there where you start looking around at, you know, contenders and Overwatch League where uh, players are coming from. You can mm-hmm. like scroll down on Liquipedia and see all the countries and everything that everybody represents. Yeah. And there are some teams out there that people, I think, need to be a little bit uh, cognizant of going into this because there are going to be some ones flying under the radar. I think there already are. True. That See, like, the, the question then you have to answer is, like, would the fifth best Korean squad you could assemble, would they drop a map? Okay. Uh, we, I we, mean, we, listen, bro. You're <laughs> the talking fifth to the best, tw- Okay, the fifth best would drop because we already saw We already saw the third team just... For, I, think, I don't think they're in the tournament anymore. They lost to, like, HLXC, I think, in Pacific Showdown. Yeah. So... Let's let's move that bar up a little bit, Yuska. Wait, what? What? Are, okay, are we talking about like Apex Showdown? Are we contenders right. locked still? I, yeah, I, that's where, the question. We I, well, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. If we're if we're that's the that's the thing that we we if always we're our lock, we don't like, know yet. If we're our lock, then like yeah, I mean it's it's probably it, it a always Korea depends angle. on who it, it depends on who you send. You saw what yes. happened last year or well, last yeah, time. Last rather. time, yeah, they just. Well, I mean, they okay, if they don't. If they don't send proper, then they don't care. I guess sure. is, like, is how I would probably view that. Is like it proper probably yeah. has no reason to not be on that team if Agreed. they're doing, if they're not like contenders locked. Uh, Even if they are contenders locked, the thing about it is, is that like Hisang's not going to be there anymore. Max isn't going to be there anymore. Bliss isn't going to be there anymore. So uh, it's like Simprissa sure, is like sure. you got you got to reset if you're Korea and you're two contenders. I really hope it's contenders locked because it would be fun. I would. Hate. I'm not sure that it would be. They I should would do what they hate do with World Cup or no Olympics. For yeah. all of this prep and like scrimming and like pre-selection, for all of this to take place during the season, and I promise yeah. you, every head coach would hate that shit as well. Yeah, yeah. You get you get voted in. You're just like, damn it, I gotta, I gotta manage my team and I gotta manage my World Cup team, and it's just like, ah. Uh, it's yeah, not even think for it, the coach, but like I don't want my star player to not sure, take the time course, to rest double and up while everyone else is resting yeah, or yeah. scrim, like you know, scrimming my scrims to run that stuff, right? Like, and it will be unequal amounts of load, right? Like in terms of the the amount of practice going out. So I think uh, contenders is probably the better solution and then if especially like if it actually then happens after the season it's also once again a great uh, advertisement tool for that new mm-hmm. fresh talent right yeah yeah you start building out some really cool storylines it's something that i think people really latched onto when it was going on like 2019 and prior that you know people really drew names it's like why do i remember dragon eddie well because he was in the world cup like there are so many like really obscure names and people that like you discover as fans through you know, being I mean, Patty, exposed. Patty sure. Really yeah. That. I mean, you talk about like the story of Mickey, you know, yeah. staying in Thailand. It's mm. just like, that's, you wouldn't have that if the world cup doesn't exist. And it's, uh, I agree. I think it's about exploring talent. I think it's probably logistically for the time being, probably best if we were to keep it to contenders, you know, maybe we skim on the, the old, uh, age 
you know, we don't we don't worry too much about that. So we can get people like Tree and like you said, leave and we can get like the he sangs and all these crazy, you know, youngsters coming in and representing their country and, you know, getting that spotlight. I think that's super, super cool. And I'm excited to see it back. I think a lot of people are. And it sounds like, uh, I don't know, maybe Turkey's got a shot. I think Lethal's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Are there any other Turkish flavors? I, I, I don't know. Like that's that's a question for one. you. He's like the only one. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, come on. I think I think there was what. Okay, there was one. There was Riverboat. I think back in like 2018, who was also Turkish. Yeah. But I don't know if they're playing anymore. Wasn't there also uh, what was his name, Mete or whatever, that was like from way back in the day playing right. bazooka puppies? Oh right. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I mean, we're 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 already okay. searching back was that he Turkish? far. <laughs> I think he was. I, th- I, I, I like vaguely recall that. Might have been. I think that I think that there was like some other people. I I don't really I don't, see that flag I, too much on Liquipedia though. I sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to do. Going wasn't there that guy you know from like five years ago? You don't remember that really obscure? <laughs> I mean, I dropped a riverboat fucking reference. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. If you remember Bazooka Puppies and Laser Kittens and One Two Three, maybe you should download the podcast. It would really help us a lot. And if you can't support us monetarily that would be one way you could they, do that they also had a had a private jet sponsorship i did shout out to whoever oh. remembers that i know somebody does i don't know if they listen to this though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um so yes world cup's happening it's really exciting you know these guys definitely are likely to be involved in in you know spreading the gospel cheering on usa Whenever that happens, um, I did see some PR uh, information out there that I don't think is, I don't know, look for it if you're interested. Uh, World Cup fans, there's there's stuff out there for you. Um, but jumping into NA contenders as I clap my microphone. Sorry, audio listeners. Um, we had a crazy final that I didn't entirely catch all of, but I did watch the semis and I have some questions about that. Um, Odyssey. The crazy Olympians, they're, you know, reign supreme. They didn't win. What happened? What give? Boys? So if you if you look at if you if you were to ask Redbirds, who are the champions, uh-huh. Redbirds, when yes, we Redbirds interviewed Gig win. at the Yeah, Redbirds won. When you when we interviewed Gig after the finals were over, mm-hmm. first off, Gig, to be fair to him, we talked to him on the semifinals day, and Gig goes in the interview, and I think this is one of the coolest things that we had. He says, guys. All I'm going to say to you is that I'm going to be back here talking to you after grand final. And I thought that was like one of the coolest things that I've ever like heard where he, and it, especially because he made it like happen. I think that was like chat energy from gig shout out but when we All asked, shots. Yeah. When we asked him at the end, cause he could be a little less coy with us and he didn't have to really hide strats or anything. Mm-hmm. He said that the reason that they won is because they made a swap during the tournament in not only their play style, but they swapped lethal from Reaper onto sojourn. And one of the, he kept telling us that like the reason that they lost to Odyssey in B sides was because Odyssey had a very long time to download and rod read their composition. So their thought process was they had this other wrinkle in their composition that they didn't want to bring out until they like very deeply had to and like in losers bracket. And they did it with like three days before they were going to play odyssey in the grand finals so odyssey was like there's, scrambling there's an asterisk here by the way <laughs> <laughs> there is a large asterisk here um so a vision and lethal swapping roles has th- that's that's happened they they've okay. played around with that yes. like earlier on already mm-hmm. um 
and I think that they were they were pretty successful. We've seen Vision do well on both sides of that that role swap. We've seen Lethal do really well on yeah. both sides of that role swap. I remember Dora and I actually made mention of it at one point in our cast that it was interesting that they make that swap when you would say in, in most realities the only time you see a team yes. make those swaps is like oh one side is doing poorly but sure. that was never the case one side was never doing poorly it was never a question of oh yeah. Vision so is it like good a on style Sojourn. thing because i we, mean they would that's what it would... seemed like but okay. then the other the other thing with that is that um i had heard coming out of week two so this was either during or just after the conclusion of homecoming mm -hmm. um which was right before we that had two, the yeah. final days mm -hmm. um i had heard that redbird swapped up like their their not their comp but like the way that they were playing mm -hmm. um and that they were just dicing teams in scrims yep. like just absolutely dicing everyone um and I had I had heard that one of the teams that they diced was Odyssey, and I was like, "Well, we did our preds like four days ago, so, <laughs> so I know I'm screwed on that one." But yeah, they I I know that that's something that they had done a couple of times. So mm -hmm. like while this was something that probably caught Odyssey like major off guard, it was something that like. Redbird has kind of played with this, so this wasn't like just completely, Not completely, completely no, yeah, out yeah. of the they blue. Would, they okay. would they would put yeah. lethal on Sojourn to like when they would they would play specifically on route. They would do a lot of the time where they would just like flex lethal onto, um, onto Sojourn, and then they would okay. put vision on Hanzo. So like they would run double hit scan, sure, or double long range a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. But it was a lot like most of the time as like a unit they would run lethal's reaper and then vision's uh, Sojourn, mm -hmm. and then. At like at like I think it was loser semi or somewhere around like the last week they would say they like they made the swap like where it was like permanently switched between the okay. two and lethal I think gets lethal I mean to be fair lethal's reaper is very good like I don't want to discredit him and I think vision's sojourn was also really good but I think vision sojourn vision, got king man absolutely well, uh, we'll get to him he, I, but I've he did, heard he did some I, I think I think when he played when they played timeless I think vision did look a little bit mortal especially against arrow i think that was a matchup that was really hard for them to get value out of and then i think that when they went to the loser bracket lethal you know comes in to sojourn where i think for a player like lethal while while mm -hmm. reaper is like a very important to like the meta and like you need to be a very good reaper and he was putting up disgusting stats on reaper that like i wasn't seeing anyone else do mm -hmm. i think when you put lethal on something that has like that much more autonomy in the composition like a sojourn where you just have this ability to I think be a little bit more impactful. Okay. I think that definitely helped them as well. Vision's also, Gig told us this, Vision's like the smartest Reaper that I think was in NA Contenders, and that was off of like, you know, they, they had it obviously planned and scrimmed a little bit, but Vision comes in and plays Reaper like one of the best Reapers that we probably had, which is wild to me that like you we know, got it's, to a position. It, yeah, it's interesting because we don't have a lot of like Reaper players, no, if that don't. makes sense. <laughs> like we had, we had really good Reaper play coming in from people who just don't play Reaper. Like I remember <laughs> Snozlar had some really good moments. That's a Tracer player. Yeah. Like, came in as like a Tracer player. Yeah. And then right. he was like pretty solid on, or, I mean, better, even better than that, I would say on, on Reaper. There, we don't have like an NA. Doomed was good. Doomed was really good also on, on Reaper. And NA, if a... you're looking for a Sombra or a Reaper, generally speaking, look somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> okay. but, but we did have some we did have some good moments. I think Vision and, and Snozzler were the ones that just peaked out to me uh, most immediately.
Mm. But they weren't the only ones. So, but anyways, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. J- just to stay a little bit on lethal. Um, what what do I have to imagine like this guy's hero pool to be like generally? I have, I don't know if he has A to Z, buddy. Uh, yeah, everything. It's everything <laughs> at this point. Yeah, it's A to Z. It, it, it genuinely feels like that. Like, um, does it fit the archetype of this like this this new age like hit scan that can play your Ash, your Widow, your Sojourn, and then have that tracer in your back pocket as well? I mean, he's also bringing out Cassidy. Like, he he played okay. everything. Like, he played a lot during. I think not only this tournament, but also back in. I mean, B sides right. was a little bit finicky because it was a lot of genji and like genji range sure. a lot of the time but like this tur- this tournament he did play like a lot of different things like he showed the sojourn very good showed the uh-huh. reaper probably the statistically best reaper we had just by numbers that we would see in the stats okay. um and then the cassidy as well he can play tracer i know that from back in the day so like hurix is right it's basically everything at this point i don't think there's like a hero that i would not I would look at for lethal and be like, eh, I'm a bit worried about how they would play this. I think that there's probably not really a hero that's like a weakness for him, I would say. Let me flip that for you, Herix. When it comes to like Overwatch League caliber picks that you would trust lethal on to compare with, you know, the happies of the world or the, the you know, maybe decay is an unfair example, but like to be able to compete with some of the best of the best that Al has to offer, what would you say that lethal's hero is? Not necessarily of what he has played, but like, what would you trust him to play on like an owl stage and and succeed? I still think he, I, I I really do think that um, with with lethal, you you okay. still go A to Z and you take things off rather sure. than the opposite. Okay. So instead of like going oh like this pick this pick this pick this pick, I would say assume A to Z and then maybe remove a couple of picks because we just aren't really sure. Okay. Uh, I mean, I may be ignorant on this one, but I would say, based off of just my own knowledge of Lethal, I would say I'm not sure about, like, okay, if he had to play, like, a tank swap, like, Dante setup, like, sure. how would that Doomfist look? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Because typically, I think it was Tap that played it when Lethal was playing with yeah, Tap, was, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah. That was on Harrisburg. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't. I wouldn't know about that, but mm-hmm. then again, that's a tank, so who cares? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Beyond that, I I mean, I I don't I wouldn't have any question marks like any like you know alerts going off in my head or anything okay. like that. If you if you pulled out really anything, because I'm going through the I'm running through it in my mind right now. It's like he would be fine on Torb. He'd be fine on May. I think um, Genji is solid. All of the mm-hmm. hit scans great. Uh, Tracer, I would have no problems. Um, Sombra yeah. would be like the one where it's probably like that one needs yeah, to be. Yeah, but like... that's just because Yeah, it's it's Sombra. It's like... very tough to find a Sombra in the West in general. Sure. Like just straight up. Um there's a couple who have like picked it up and have been okay. Um, but if you compare them to some of the like Korean counterparts and even mm-hmm. some of the uh players in China that play it, um I, I it, it's hard for me to say that they hold a candle. They might, I just haven't seen it personally. Sure. Outside of a few names that are already in Overwatch League, obviously. True, true. So Redbird's coming in, battling, I think, you know, you want to talk about quite the story, you know, finishing, what, second in their group, having a having a rough time in the upper bracket, losing, uh, what, 
they get knocked out by timeless to yeah. lower bracket they have to you know beat timeless in the lower bracket final which i'm i'm gonna have to press you guys about timeless because i have some 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 opinions that i'm <laughs> uh interested to hear uh your takes on um and then obviously you know the big the big question was you know if anybody can beat odyssey and you know they only take a map I know Liquipedia says too, but that's just because somebody <laughs> doesn't know how to write rules. Um, so, you know, is is the is the tree factor eliminated? Is it you know the way that Redbirds switched things up? Like, what do you guys necessarily kind of attribute this this Redbird resurgence to be? You know, if you if you had to pick one thing, what would it be? I mean, I think that the swap obviously, I think, helped to yeah. an extent where I think like lethal, like going like he's played the Sojourn before, but like going specifically to that, mm -hmm. um, I think definitely helped the team because, like I said, I think uh, in terms of like being important, your best player should probably be playing the best thing in sure. like the meta, right? And I think that while Vision is like very good on Sojourn, I think lethal is like kind of a different beast on it. Um, mm -hmm. And to be fair to Vision, also, he played probably the best Reaper throughout the rest of the tournament that we had. Um, but I think also on top of that, we have to circle back to Gig a little bit, because I think Gig... Gig's Winston was fucking unreal, like, during, okay. the, during finals. I think, like, when I watched, every single time Tree was, like, trying to do something, and, like, every single moment that there was, like, Tree is maybe vulnerable to, like, 75% health. Mm-hmm. What they would do is they would just send Gig and Liar onto Tree, and then he just insta die, and like that, like shot calling and that ability to have Gig just like be that kind of like initiating factor and just put so much pressure onto Tree. I think they knew kind of like the Tree factor was a thing, and the rest of Odyssey is very good in their own right. Right, they mm -hmm. don't get to this point just having only Tree as like their main right. factor. But every time that there were a lot of these like engagements that were starting in the neutral, they would see Tree. If Tree is in a position where we can take kind of a gamble somewhat and get onto him, pressure him out, force him out, force out cooldowns. Even if we don't get the kill, if he's not in the fight, then we have a much better chance of winning. Mm -hmm. And and would you feel confident, or maybe even do you know for sure that like Gig is like that big vocal presence that are making you know some of these decisions to like get in the face of that star player? Well, their DPS don't talk. Okay, so. there you go. It's probably got to be somebody then. <laughs> they, to be fair, to be fair, I think a, another thing that they changed was like going from week two to week three in the finals is that when we did talk to them mm -hmm. beforehand even in like collegiate like when homecoming when Herix and i would talk to redbirds they would be like yeah our dps kind of just go off and do their own thing like they they, they <laughs> sure, kind of just sure. like we it, liar said it's taking years off his life whenever he's playing with vision and lethal we and then a, like as we, we hear a lot of times <laughs> the uh let them cook strategy yeah. okay is, yeah yeah is, uh yeah 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 that, there's that's, a, there's that's a, come up yeah. a few times there's like a Doug Collins quote where he's like, what was your final play with Michael Jordan? It was just give Jordan the ball, get the fuck out of the way. That's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of how it was a lot of the time with Redbirds. But as we got like through the tournament, and even we heard this from Gig at the end of it, where Gig was mm. like, yeah, we started like communicating a lot more as a team. Like we mm. really started to like talk a little bit more. We started to communicate as a unit. And I think that really helped because the two teams that... I think on the other side that were like like timeless it looked like timeless just kind of like were overwhelmed by the team coordination of this red Rudy sports team moving as a unit and i think it definitely showed in their play like how they evolved mm. from their loss to timeless to coming back to beat timeless pretty convincingly and then i would say convincingly beat odyssey even though it shows 4-2 on the scoreboard sure 
Jerks for you? Any any bright and shining points that you know paints Redbirds as the potential last champions of 2020? I guess it, you know ten days out of the, the year. I guess probably was safe to say the last champions of 2022. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the other thing, <laughs> surprise that, contenders tournament. If if there was another contenders tournament, I would hope that I would be in contract right. negotiations. Yeah. <laughs> so either I'm left out or or something. I don't know, but um. Uh yeah, Redbirds. I, I I think Kenobi pretty much hit on everything. I think the 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 things that definitely everybody would shine a light on them for certainly it starts with Vision and Lethal in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything about that roster really came together well. I think uh Rinko also um coming back, mm-hmm. um you know having spent some time all over the place even with Dire Wolves out in uh, Contenders Australia. Damn. Um. Uh, you know, being able to come back and like uh, come into this roster and and be able to perform because that's the thing. Um, this roster did have a very different backline. Um, you know, just a couple of months ago, to so to mm. put and install in two totally different players uh, into this system. When I mean, it makes it easier when you're going into a brand new meta. Everybody's kind of starting fresh, at least with regards to that. Um, coming away from the Junker Queen meta. Um, but even that, like, it's still a lot to ask a team to, to go ahead and, and just sure. install a new backline or install a new support line, rather, I guess you should say. But um, everything came together really well for Redbird. And I think uh, I think that those supports need a little bit more credit, too, because we we spend mm-hmm. a lot of time talking about Vision, Lethal and Gig. Um, but realistically, Liar and Renko did a lot there as well. Fair play. Jessica, any names that you want to kind of start with on the the list in your in your mental palace? Any names popping up? Mm, like, not really. Quiz the like. Not really. All right. Well, thanks for the show. Uh, Two seventy five. <laughs> like, it, like, it was no, a I'm short kidding. one. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay. The the thing is, if I too targetly ask questions, then it's like, okay. What that's fair, do that's you fair. know about X Y Z player who I know has right, already been then, picked up by friends? I'll, I'll softball you this. I'll softball you this. You like you like ultraviolet and OG, yeah, Jessica. You, you think those guys sure. are pretty all right? Sure. Pretty pretty solid. Now, doing a little bit of homework, doing a little light research, there are two names from the support column, if I'm hopefully remembering this correctly, um, that sound like they could be inheriting this like this duo synergy, and that's CJ and Vega. Am, am I wrong in saying that, you guys? Did, is this like a, an improper narrative that like maybe this duo isn't necessarily the package deal that UV and OG were, but maybe they are, maybe they aren't? What do you guys think? I'll let Kenobi take, and then I'll yeah. maybe throw a harsh disagreement on it. Who knows? <laughs> I, I, would, I would say that I would say that the thing about Vega and CJ is they do work together really well, and they play together really well. Like okay. I mean, and I would consider them probably to be the best support duo that we have, just like power level wise, mm-hmm. uh, based on especially their success this year because they were on Wisp, and then. After Rack and Luke Mina went from Odyssey to Owl, mm-hmm. Odyssey was just like, okay, let's just get like the other two best support duo that we have, like right. in in over uh, in contenders. So, um, CJ, I've been a fan. Of, I've been quite a fan of for a while. I think that he's cut from. I would say like 
cutting from the cloth of like OG and Ultraviolet is very difficult because those okay. two were like almost transcendental in like how good they were. Mm. Like not even as a duo, but like as individuals. I think CJ is very good, and I think CJ is probably deserving of being an owl. Um, okay. Just by how he's played so far, what I know him for, even back in like when he's played on Northwood some of these times, like I think that CJ is one of those players that could come out. Now, in terms of like the duo aspect between him, him and Vega, don't necessarily think it's like the same thing as like Ultraviolet okay. and OG. Those two like want to play with each other, right? And I, I bet, mm. I bet they're totally fine. CJ and Vega continuing to play each other, but I don't think it's like a necess necessarily a thing where it's like we need both of them at the same time, right? right? I think okay. you can get either or, and they'd be totally fine mm. like with those two. I think that so the the narrative of like them being like the best support duo, right? Like that is something that I would like consider to be sure close. But as as for them like moving up together, don't really think it's as necessary as it felt like it was with like Ultraviolet and OG. Okay, Jerix. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think they're definitely the. I, I would say the best support duo. Um, there's a little bit of reluctance in my voice, if you can tell, <laughs> because I do think that like Redbirds would be mad yeah. if we said that they, because they did they did win. So I mean, Timeless could... would also be mad if they we would... said that. Um, but. But yeah, um, I, I think CJ is probably one of the best players in the region, just straight up, regardless of role. Okay. Um, I think without a doubt, he should be moving to Overwatch League. If scouts are doing what they're supposed to be doing, um, then then <laughs> that should happen. Um, I think there's a, a few main supports that are like in Run It Back that um, are all more or less in the same level um yeah. some some can you know take a stride above one of the others or all of the others at times and uh it just depends on how things go um we've seen great stuff from lep again asterisk there yep. kind of an owl player um already so it's hard to like it's hard to uh qualify him in mm. that state when like he probably should just be going back into the league regardless but yep it is what it is. Um, Vega there, obviously, um, I think we have a lot of good things to say. It's main support, liar. Rank, He's also, yeah, it's it's yeah, like right. they're both, it's like, where are they, where, where are we at with either of them? Um, Vega's also 16, so he's not going anywhere. Yeah, and that's soon. another thing there too. <laughs> um, Aspen, who's wasn't in contenders, but was in yeah. uh, Calling All Heroes, which I think the, the crazy thing about NA that people need to understand is that it's not one tournament series. We sure. have contenders, we have collegiate, and now we also have calling our all heroes, which isn't. I guess technically call, calling our heroes isn't technically NA, or is it? I don't think so. Um, but I mean, given the fact that it's not like this is a North American tournament, but like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, but it's I, I think when we when we talk about okay, the different pipelines for. Overwatch League to develop talent talent mm -hmm. through. I think you would at least talk about those three together. Sure. Uh, a lot of them go hand in hand. Um, and Aspen coming out of calling our heroes uh, slash <laughs> slash contender slash everything is another <laughs> one that's in there. Uh, needs to be thrown into that mix, I think, as mm -hmm. well. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think CJ definitely warrants it. Vega could definitely warrant it as well. They're probably the best support line. Um, Though when we compare it, just to kind of bring this back to what we were sure. talking about before, um, when we compare CJ and Vega, I don't think that they, at least in my 
in my brain currently they really hold a candle to what og and ultraviolet were slash are mm. because I, I don't know if i've told this story maybe i've told you guys uh <clears throat> like privately um there was a mock tryout that john coach john held mm -hmm. last year um and it was like between seasons and he brought in a bunch of like contenders talent from eu from na even a couple uh from korea like even someone was in there and we got a really good look at like a lot of the talent that we inevitably saw this past season um in overwatch league a lot of the talent that you saw you know wind up getting tons of players of the match and tons of opportunity you know like a lot of that stuff happened mm -hmm. um even a lot of the players right now that are um you know not of age but they got involved in the tryouts uh anyways just for something to do you know just to get that opportunity and see what that was like um there was a couple of moments where there was og paired with uv and regardless of who was on the other team like they could have stacked the other team every time that those two were paired together it ruined the lobby like <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know how else to explain this like it literally ruined the game it made it unwinnable for the other team mm. for some reason like their ability personally with their mechanics also their synergy their ability to kind of uh play off of each other and on top of that like i think the presence that they have with one another like the confidence that they share when they have each other there it was like a massive difference maker and it like i i have never heard that happen and i don't know if i would expect to see the same thing happen with cj and vega I think those are two are incredible players, but like OG and UV were on a different level, I think, going into this past season. Um, okay. That I'm not sure that people really understood going into mm. it because <laughs> they were on an entirely different plane of existence. It was insane. Yeah. And definitely remember hearing that story and was blown away by, you know, yep. how visceral it sounded where they had to like gentlemen a gentleman agreement to like try to separate them as best they could because <laughs> yeah. it just wasn't just wasn't apparently all that fair gotta handshake it but listening to like some of the what <coughs> little contenders content is out there um primarily basically the episode of plat chat that you know highlighted as much contenders as they could uh cj and vega seemed like this new duo that was kind of coming up and it was it, i, I was yeah. thought it was kind of interesting mm -hmm. to hear like how that would reflect against such a a popular western duo that was so hyped up it's but. it's definitely hard to have those those sure. types of storylines yeah. come out because we also had a lot of time to see og and True. uv um yeah. and they had time to develop what became kind of a dynasty between the two of mm -hmm. them and amongst others obviously uh, i think if we had more time with odyssey yeah cj and vega could probably do that perhaps and dependent upon you know the the, the team's um outlook as a whole because they also have to contend with what is now potentially a rivalry with red redbird or sure. maybe even timeless comes back <laughs> um but but this was a weird year i think um for us to develop storylines like that like oh mm -hmm. my god they're like kings and unbeatable outside right. of like exo um and o2 True. uh <laughs> but uh but yeah, I, I think they would have been two of the closer ones to crest that um, mm. if given the opportunity. CJ, CJ and Vega, definitely very solid players. Now, it's interesting you bring up Timeless because the, the match that I did sink my teeth into a little bit was that lower bracket final. And 
there has been a name that has been circulating around NA contenders. Should talks. be a few on this team. Not oh, yeah, this I mean, team, yeah, 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 yeah. definitely a few. Definitely a few. But one of them that I that I was kind of surprised by and not a uh, not a nice way. I'll say it that way uh, was Kuffa. Um, so I need to know, was that just like a poor performance? Was this maybe uncharacteristic? What do you guys, what's your opinion on Kuffa? Because what I saw from that like final was that like gig was like head and shoulders better. The team looked more cohesive and Kuffa was kind of just like eating it a little bit. Just a bad day at the office. I think I'm, given, oh, go ahead. I, all, all I'm going to say is that with with tanks, their performance is indicative of the team's performance. So Very if Thomas true. is getting dominated, yeah. Cuff is probably not having a oh, great time. Yes. 100%. And, and, and I'm sure Gig would feel the exact same way. If Redbirds is getting dominated, Gig probably isn't feeling too good either. So sure. <laughs> it goes both ways. I, I will say that, but Kenobi can go. And we, we can talk more about Cuff just in yeah. general. But yeah, that game yeah. in particular, I would say timeless if they're getting pooped on cuff is probably getting pooped <laughs> yeah on that one too. that one they felt like team diff mostly okay. like that that one that the, the the semi-final or the lower final felt a lot like team diff mm. just like i i didn't think timeless ever got their footing underneath themselves which is weird because in the previous matchup that they had in winner's semis Cuffa mm -hmm. actually i think Cuffa looked pretty good like it okay. was a very close series between the two i think redbirds are probably kicking themselves that they didn't win that one but i think like if you go back and look at that series that's probably more indicative of like the Kuffa that mm. I would I would be like say would be better like, representation the, the, the product of like yeah that's a better because okay. because if Kyrix is right if it's just like if it's team diff and it's just like completely just like a wash then it's like it's kind of hard to ever sure, perform of course um, especially with Winston where it's like you have to play pretty perfectly in this uh, in this meta Agreed. to like have value um, mm. so I think that like that was a series that was like a timeless just as a whole i think just had a really bad day um okay. but going back to that other series i think kuffa played pretty well in the monkey he was like he was i think a lot of the times matching gig in a lot of the scenarios where like sure. winston was important i think he was getting a lot of value with primal his his mechanics i think on the winston looked pretty good um also have to remind he is playing on ping it is it is, uh, a, it is a thing. Okay, okay, okay. so he, he he does have that you know, <clears throat> not that's under fair, against him, but Most like of I that think... team is playing on ping. That is true. true yeah, when you look at that <laughs> roster, it's just like I don't know how you guys. This is actually pretty <laughs> they're, crazy. They're timeless because they're on two hundred ping, just like back in time. Uh, this is not but... like two hundred ms from two years ago, but they're yeah. like halfway there. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's 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 hard. It's hard, and I mean, I, I think for timeless and talking about them in like general, it was just like their goal as like being a team was like created to be. To beat Odyssey, right? Sure. Like that, that was what they wanted to do. Um, and I think that they, I mean, they, they got their chance and then they got rolled over by Odyssey uh, <laughs> in, in winner's finals that it was not close at all. And then mm. they didn't even make it to the rematch. Um, so I think that like, there were a lot of like good um, moments for Timeless. I think throughout mm -hmm. Arrow looks still, I think, phenomenal. Sure. As like one of the, yeah. doomed to someone who I was not expecting to be as good of a Reaper as they were and still like performed pretty well. Um, mm -hmm. and I think that, uh, when you look at this team, if they do like continue, I think that it would be, I would like to see them because I think that they might need like a little bit more time in the oven as like a unit together because they got, they were only together for this tournament. It's sure. kind of just like 
th throw all of these really good players together and let's see if we can take down Timeless, which it managed to work up until they got to, or take down Odyssey rather. Managed, it worked, it worked like pretty well. They were nine and one top of their group. They beat Redbirds and then they got to their final goal and just unfortunately fell short. But I think that if they were con to continue like with this team going mm -hmm. into next year, if all the, you know, if we were to line up where they could stay together, I would be, I would actually be looking forward to seeing this team. Okay. As a, as a whole, speaking on him, you know, and his, his resume, um, I, I don't think it's completely outlandish to, you know, I, I think enough people talk about him in, in a positive light, that one representation, one game out of a, a, a million doesn't sour uh, an entire, you know, career. So where do you think he shines? Who do you think, like, what what's like the ideal metaphor cuffa? Is there like maybe a hero pool um that you can kind of establish him for? Where you know, is he Overwatch League ready? Do you think that's the case, Kenobi? Overwatch League uh I mean Winston isn't like a bad metaphor cuffa, I don't think. Okay. I think Cuffa's that's like, probably his best. Yeah, I would say that mm. was his best. His Junker Queen did look good, I think, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, really good. So I think that this was like a meta where with how good Timeless played throughout mm -hmm. most of it, I think that this was like probably the perfect meta for him almost. And I think that there was just that one game that really hindered a pretty good performance from him throughout the entirety of the year. Is he owl ready? I'm sure that there are tanks that I can think of in Overwatch League that I would be like, yeah, sure, let's give Kuffa a shot. I definitely okay. think that there is a possibility where you can throw Kuffa in to like a situation where it's like, hey, we, you know, we need someone and the current tank that we have isn't working out too well. And maybe we don't have like, we can't go get Smurf or we can't go get someone. Sure. I think Kuffa is definitely, you could throw him into Overwatch League and I wouldn't really be too like worried about it. Mm. Okay. See, I, I think there's a certain bias to what I, I, I think Gig might already be an edge case. And I think, honestly, like, that might just be preferential treatment because visas are cheap. Uh, no visas means no money spent on sure. visa, right? Uh -huh. For a guy that's, that doesn't have a uh, North American visa and probably doesn't exceed the level of many, you know, hard to justify, I feel like. I I I see. Or are you asking, is he owl ready? Or are you yeah, asking, yeah, yeah. is he likely right. to be on a team? I mean, even the owl readiness, honestly. I, I I mean, without knowing, I I feel like right. If you see how talent now has to be distilled down because everyone is just running one tank. For instance, I'm not convinced that someone like Space would find a slot next year. Sure, sure. Um, like. I feel like we have to readjust what the bar is and realize even Geek will probably have a challenging situation where unless like too many tank players are willing to take like massive pay cuts and whatnot. Mm. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, it is very volatile. Because like, I mean, it's very volatile. I mean, let's be honest, Silver 3 was in the league. So like if, if we're like... True. Like if we're talking about like can he play in Overwatch League, mm -hmm. Kuffa is miles ahead of who Silver Three was. Like it's not yeah. even close. I would, I, mean... I would, if if like we're talking about like can they play in Overwatch League? I don't think like Kuffa can. I definitely yes. think Kuffa can. The Has question the would be, is there a fit? And like yes. we do this. I mean, the thing about this, like we kind of talk about this with like visas and stuff. Mm -hmm. Chinese players go through this a lot. I'm on this podcast, so I have to talk about it. But like, there are Chinese players who I think could probably be in Overwatch League. X-Ray could sure, be in Overwatch League, sure. but where does he go? 
and like those yep. types of questions are important to like figuring out it, can they be in overwatch like can they be in overwatch like skill wise yes but is it like are there places for them can they get the visa those types of things are like extracurricular that sure we can talk about but like it's too in speaking of just like a mechanical strength wise i think you could definitely find a place for kuffa in the Overwatch. keep in mind probably the worst tank last year was false probably sashin no uh, sashin sashin had like a meta like softball to him okay false oh, yeah, just kind of had to struggle but like that that's ends the bars ridiculously going to be increased right yeah yeah well, yeah, because I mean, Max is coming in, so <laughs> Max I mean, is coming in. That... A lot of people like are just like switching teams. I don't think we will see Fearless and Hanbin on the same team anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, just so like a lot of spread. I think like being a tank is f- fucking dire uh, sure. at the moment, right? Depending on how rosters to... manage there, because like for some odd reason, it seems to be that they double up more on flex supports than tanks which i believe is probably i blame you it's probably <laughs> wrong i i think that's that's a mismanagement i think i don't know there's uh, hmm. I, if, I don't hate that personally there's there are a lot of metas that uh overwatch 2 is kind of geared for and we've mm-hmm. already seen it a few times where you do see uh a double up of either double main double flex sure we see we see that a lot already um, we've seen the double flex with Sigma comps. We've seen the double flex with mm. some of those defensive holds on uh, vertical maps like Gibraltar. Um, even going back into the Junker Queen meta where it was like you don't stray away from the standard approach of Lucio Brig ever. We saw double flex and it was actually a hard counter in certain maps where you have spacing to play with. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity for for mixing and matching. Although I think from a management perspective, I think you are right that doubling up just to cover those bases um, and having something like three or even four supports, mm-hmm. it gets mm-hmm. a little bit difficult to juggle all of that. Sure. Uh, especially when you probably really should have two tanks on roster um, that can cover all the tanks as kind of specialists as we kind of got into everything uh, mm-hmm. back in the even season one. Um, but but yeah, I I do think there's something at least to to covering your bases to making sure that you have the ability to have double flex, double main, because that actually is a thing that we see a, a lot already in Overwatch Two. I hundred percent. I feel like I I observed more teams improving significantly when they switched to their second tank. I would say the reason why Dallas Fuel was able to win this season is because they had Fearless. I don't think they win it with mm-hmm. Hanbin. Um. Mm-hmm. I think the reason that shock, like Mickey, was probably a very good pickup for them, in comparatively speaking. I th- I wonder if they struggle more if Kalush is not there. I think if Glads had switched or realized sooner that space is the answer for stage three, then they would have gone further. Um, I think generally speaking, teams that have a back backup tank probably just have much much more, you know. Uh, would you agree then that you should just have both? <laughs> you should have both, but both, but there will be a lot of six-man teams. Yeah, it's just right, they, yeah. I, it, what it sounds like is that there's not a ton of resources for these teams to be able to decide. Like, you know, I mean, I, I want you know a deep 
support pool and i also need two tanks it sounds more akin to like an either or scenario where it's like okay which which would i prefer having like an entire tank pool to pick from or like the you know flexibility to like do a lucio brig or to do like a babzen and it's just like ugh. it, it would be imagine... perfect if everybody had everything but yeah. this one sounds like it's tight i would imagine though at some point like in the near future not maybe not the near future but mm-hmm. two years maybe from now where i think that the the idea of flex tank and off tank specialization i think will slowly start to oh go for sure away, where it's just like that's why like reiner's so good and so valuable is because reiner can play everything mm-hmm. like even depending on what it is and like i think players like that are going to end up becoming unicorns where it's like if you can have this player then you can yeah. fill out the rest of your roster somewhere else because you have faith whatsoever and even with reiner it was like the junker queen was still like a problem right yeah. it was, yeah. they couldn't go to space quickly so i think that at some point once like we get now that the game is out and now that players can grind all the right. time like i think speaking of like grinding someone who did the reverse of like going from like flex tank to off thing icy i think was someone during contenders at least who like was there was the soul tank mostly for pirates and pajamas and Shirks mentioned this on broadcast that like icy worked really hard to like play main tank and grind it a lot and i think like if mm. you can get players like that who like have that mindset to like play everything and not just specialize in the main tank. I think that that's actually going to be very valuable to teams going forward. Cause I think at some point we will just switch over to it being just like, you're a tank player. You yep. can play everything. Okay. Just a matter of time. Here's, here's a super inflammatory way to ask this question. You ready? <laughs> Love that. Let's okay. get us canceled. Is I see good enough for his tweets. <laughs> for his tweets. <laughs> yes. I don't know. What I don't, he- I mean, he's all constantly involved in every single like m- m- like minuscule contenders drama, and it's like always on top of like making sure that there's one icy tweet on every single subject, and then like are you calling softly, icy a reply guy? Some, wait, whoa, wait, wait, sometimes wait, soft leaking shit. Icy or iced? Yeah, are icy. you saying icy or iced? Icy. Are... are you sure? Uh, uh, am I? Wait, I, I might be confusing. <laughs> I think yeah. you maybe I, 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 I might yeah, icy, I might be. That's not icy. Right, right. I don't think. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be confusing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So Is, yes. are, are we allowed to and I actually I personally I love Ice a lot, but uh he'll be he'll be the first person to laugh at this when I say it. Is Ice even a contenders player? I is he even allowed to be talking about in this and you know what I mean at this point? He comes in, he does interviews, he doesn't play. What's going on? Right. He's the face. He's the, he's, the, he's the scout. He's the scout. Yeah. He's the head he's scout. The, he's the Odyssey <laughs> team mascot at this point. I think <laughs> we, we, we asked him that uh, in, one, in one interview. I can't remember. It might have actually been... It was Grand Finals. Grand Finals for, for B-Sides. Yeah. Uh, mm. Odyssey won, and they brought in Ice to do the interview, and he was like <laughs> playing ranked, and they brought him in, and he was... Uh, they were like, hey, you want to come do this interview? And he's like doing something else. And he's like, I guess. It came in, had no idea what was going on. Um, <laughs> and we were like, why are you, why are you even here? He's like, oh, just for a good time. <laughs> All right, man. But yeah, he, uh, he, he, he definitely has his opinions on Twitter. Um, he but, also uh, had his joker moment, but, if you're being honest, right? Like we all know what we're talking about, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's not, that's not Icy. Icy is no, no, a okay. different breed right. entirely, for sure. Right. Yeah. I was like, you, you were mentioning it, and I was like, I have no idea like, what you're talking about. This does not like sound like yeah, this yeah, does yeah, not yeah, sound yeah, like icy okay. at all to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, like it's iced, yeah, for sure. So timeless, Jerix. Yeah, there's a main support on this team that you seem oh, yeah. pretty high on. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Are we buying? Yeah. Or are we selling? Stocks. I'm buying. 
I'm, I'm still I'm still buying in. I'm telling everybody to buy in. Uh, him, Arrow, I'm buying. Uh, I mean, I think with with Donghyun specifically, okay. uh, I think a lot of people are starting to kind of get in tune with like the the Arrow hype. Um, everybody's yes, kind of I figuring will. out like, oh, okay, there's there's something to this. Um, I think Donghyun is like very much. Uh, it's like just kind of starting because he was for a long time uh, mostly a ranked player, um, very like mechanic driven, I would say, mm-hmm. to a large degree. Um, and he didn't really pop up on my radar personally until this past, like right in early summer. Um, okay. He started showing up to some of these um, like pug matches. Sure. Um and uh circus lobbies as well. Um which if you don't know what that is, I'm not explaining it, it's gonna take too long. So <laughs> <laughs> so he was popping up in those. I was kind of uh given the reins to kind of spectate a lot of those early on um and kind of sit in and kind of help, you know, figure out what that kind of stuff looks like from like a spectator perspective. Um and I mean because of that I just got to watch and sure. I started watching this this i, I want to say kid i mean technically i guess to me at this stage it is but uh, <laughs> i started watching him and oh my god i have never seen someone do the things that he can do on a lucio since like like maybe like i i brought this up on plat chat and i'm i'm still like i i know that i know the reactions i'm going to get when i say this out loud but I genuinely think, like from a mechanical perspective, the only player that I can think of to compare his mechanics mm-hmm. is Funny Astro sure. on on Lucio. Um, I mean, I watched him go into a a bunch of like it, it was a team comprised of Overwatch League players and Contenders players, mm-hmm. and he made them look like clowns. Like <laughs> went in on it was Coliseo. I remember specifically went in after a fight had been diced like it was done everybody was resetting and he wanted to go ahead and he wanted to stall cart so it didn't hit neutral so they maintained sure. forward uh like they maintained uh forward the, the forward, forward response forward. yeah so he went in solo 1v5 played around in the cart got a kill and then got out and then his team reset and they went in with the with the bot like at neutral like right before neutral and I was I, I was blown away. My jaw was on the floor. I was in comms <laughs> with some other people who were also watching the same yeah, yeah. game, um, and I was like streaming it to them. And we and it was contenders players, contenders coaches that were watching my stream while I was watching him. And everybody's mm. jaws were just on the floor. Like it was incredible. And he does stuff like that constantly. Mm. Um, I think we we have heard from interviews that it's like okay, this is like still he he's maybe to a degree a raw talent because you know he's still coming in some of his first experience sure uh in contenders and his first tournament series i believe was with sheer cold um and that didn't really go um i think as well as he would have liked obviously um given their performance in summer mm-hmm. series but overall this is someone i'm extremely high on um mechanical perspective i think he's like through the roof Everything else, if that gets figured out, if if everything else gets molded well, I think could be one of the best 
talents, like genuinely one of the best talents to come out of contenders in a while. Some high praise. Super hard worker too. Like I, I remember okay. Kafa, Kafa and Cal told us that like Donghun plays like a ton of ranked, like a ton, mm. like and is always like looking to improve and looking to see if they can like get better, which I think is like he's what sixteen, I believe now. Yeah. So he's I got like so, a, he's yeah. got a lot more time. So he is he is like a relatively green to an extent, but like sure. if he's already doing what like Kyrx is talking about and he's already got the work ethic that he has. I think definitely like probably like two years from now come when like we do get to like that season of overwatch league yeah it wouldn't be next year would be the year after because he has like february birthday or something like that it's really early so he can't yeah so when we get to that point like that's when like i mean the sky might be the limit for this player if if everything like aligns obviously with like metas and stuff like that and like you know we get to this point but like if we continue with donghuin in this way i think like kyrx is absolutely right that he someone to keep an eye out for like going there there is one like one of the best talents there is Mm. one caveat to this i have only seen like pretty much one hero from him sure so that's fair there is there is there is that one caveat and that's a that's a pretty big asterisk i would say yeah you know that it is one here i like i don't i don't really know what his mercy looks like i don't really know what his brig looks like all that much i've seen a couple of uh looks into it i've seen a couple looks at his bat but like in depth, I've really only studied his Lucio, and his Lucio is incredible. If any, if his other heroes can be even half as good as his Lucio, he'll have no problem making the league when he turns eighteen. Yep. All right, Kenobi, I'm gonna make you Max Kellerman for a moment, okay? Uh, no, uh, why him? Why him? You? I want Iguodala. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sadly, Iguodala does not play in the Overwatch League. He's too busy getting racks. Um, gun to head, fate of the universe on the line. Who? Much like Kyrix has, you know, put his pony on Donghyun. Who is your player that's not named Tree? Okay, okay. I was gonna say, I was like, can I just take the gun from you? Like, this is easy. No, no, no. It can't be Tree. Not Tree. I've heard heard enough about Tree. I get it. He's crazy. I've seen it. He is crazy. Uh, He's also 15. It's going to be a minute. It's a while. Okay. It's still so easy, though. For Kenobi, well, I'll, if you've got a name, I'll double back to you. Kenobi, does it have who to be is... someone? Does it have to be someone who's like in the lead? Or no, just like just somebody about? who hasn't necessarily gotten the limelight that you think they deserve. Oh, the expectations. Uh, Squid. Squid. Okay. I think Squid from Pirates in Pajamas is like, I think kind of in the same realm as like how we talk about Donghun, where I think Squid okay. mechanically, I I think he's played like a little bit competitively, but sure. not played that in much. Trials this, a couple of years ago, played in trials like in 2020, mm. I believe. But like now is like came into Pirates and Pajamas this season and was disgusting on Kiriko. I think probably besides CJ, and even then okay. I'm like I think Squid was probably one of the most mechanically gifted Kirikos we had, and also just had very good game sense. I think they used like in terms of like Suzu usage, and Kiriko's a hero where. You have to have good game knowledge to get the sure. best out of that hero. And Squid was someone who I think did that really consistently throughout this tournament. And that would be someone who I would be like, keep an eye out on this player because they are relatively unknown. They have, yeah. you know, have had prior pre-ex experience, but like Squid sure. was someone who I think caught a lot of the NA team in terms of casters off guard as being like, this guy is like really good and like has a lot of potential as being a star player. So I think that for me, gun to head, Going fate of the like universe online fate of the universe online i want squid i want okay. squid jerex does that line up or do you have another name uh i i had a different name when i had like a kind of similar discussion on Platcha. i think my name changed okay from then 
one of the names that I did bring up was Rymazing. Yes, um, it's on my list. I was going to ask about Rymazing. That, that is the Herex special right there. Yeah, the Donkey and Rymazing back-to-back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure where I sit with Rymazing right now, to be perfectly okay. honest. And I, I'm sorry, Rymazing, if you're watching this. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just not sure where I sit, because a lot of that uh, banks on the Sojourn, sure. um, where he was just, like, dominating lobbies yep. uh, for Collecting the better part souls. of Summer Series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dor and Kenobi have affectionately affectionately named him the Soul Collector. I'm not sure if that holds still, but uh, but yeah, I I think a lot of the other talent that is in the um, that is in Contenders has caught up and and maybe even sur- I, I think surpassed for Amazing Sojourn just one to one. It's hard to sure. say that because obviously team dynamics come into play, and it's like how much of that is amazing versus his mirror ver- you know versus whatever um but yeah I, I i would say that that was my answer now mm-hmm. i i i don't know about that i think squid's a good look squid also interestingly was a i believe a a dps player at 1.2 uh, a couple years yep. back um checks out but it's it's really hard to say one player i think i'm kind of scanning through right now i'm doing a little bit of cheating i'm just i'm just scanning <laughs> through okay. to see if uh if there's anybody that i think like okay that person just needs way way more uh that's looks. not tree that isn't tree and i'm I not allowed talk- to go with arrow that's yeah, not allowed arrow would be the other one i mean definitely very impressive and a name that i've heard thrown around but i would challenge you to go a little bit further Okay, Ooh, I mean, if I go if I go one step further than that, then I'm going probably Vision. Okay, yeah, I would say from Redbirds. That's because everybody at this point probably knows Lethal, and I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not like leaking anything. I, I, I just wouldn't be surprised if Lethal is just like already in contract negotiations sure, with the team sure. at this point. I mean, um, the scouts got to be doing their job. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this at this stage, if Lethal isn't just like either a on a team or b already in talks to be on a team then i don't know mm. what what the hell is going on but um vision uh has come in and he's a little bit newer of a name uh some people know him as vision or vision live um and i i, I call him the clutch king personally uh there are a lot of moments on specifically uh new queen street where for some reason once that overtime wick starts going down vision like plugs in notepad.exe and he just starts only <laughs> clicking heads and we've seen some insane turns from redbirds where they're down like 50 meters on new okay. queen street and they win like four fights in a row because vision 4ks and like only hits headshots mm. <laughs> like old or or no old it doesn't matter and dude dude went insane he was incredible on the reaper as well when they did that swap uh and sure. right back um his I'm not, is yeah, his Hanzo has been great. Um, as like a sniper player, he's generally regard, uh, generally regarded as one of the better ones there, which I think is something that we don't have as much of right now in NA. Okay. EU has a few sniper players that are like disgusting. Um, but we don't have as much of that right now in NA. We have a lot of like tracers. Sure. And we have a lot of like Genji's projectiles and some sojourns and stuff like that. But vision is a talent that I think more people need to have their eyes on okay. at the moment. All right. Definitely heard the uh the stirrings of the clutch king doing some crazy wickery 
doing some some crazy clutching ups. Um, do you th- do you think this is like a kind of a gadget player, like somebody that you would like use to fill out a lineup? Hmm. Maybe not necessarily the core, you know, member. I mean, maybe not a starter, he's but super around valuable to, to to Redbirds as like a starter. And okay. I think that they don't get as far if he's just like a gadget player. I think that the fact okay. that he can like flex a little bit to like other things. I mean, the Reaper is something like obviously it's not the flashiest hero. And sure. kind of the meme about Reaper is that like anyone can play Reaper, right? It's it's like <laughs> anyone can really play Reaper, lol. Yeah, just play Reaper, <laughs> lol. But the way Vision like thought about the game playing Reaper, I think mm-hmm. was like the biggest quality. Like my man would like specifically against like Katsunia Rush, I think the one thing that he would do, and he did this multiple times, where he would like he would sit like and wait for Katsunia Rushes and then death blossom on top of them. And mm-hmm. he's not getting kills potentially, but what he's, he's just kind of pushing him out. He's just pushing him out of Katsunia Rush right. and you can't really get value and then you wraith out. Like stuff like that, like those tiny micro things, I think is indicative of like a very smart and very gifted player sure and so i think vision with what we've seen from him mechanically is just like raw mechanics definitely i think probably should potentially be an overwatch league okay i think that you can find a place for him i think that dps line i i think now it would be unless we if it would people would get mad at us if we didn't say it was like the best dps line that we had in contenders <laughs> but I think like between lethal and vision, that dynamic was very good. I think they can probably go other places and um, don't necessarily need to like be brought up as a duo. But I think Curix is right that like visions would be some vision rather would be someone who I think that if you are going to look for like a player who can kind of come out of nowhere and just be a someone who has the potential to carry a team and be a starter. I think he's. I think if like if we hit like a Hanzo meta and like you want to have like a third DPS, then like yeah, vision. I think very good in that regard, but I think he could definitely start. Just start. Okay. All right. I don't know if uh, at this point we can still rep him as an NA player, but uh, I know Hurix has been high on simple for, mm, let me check the old watch a uh, <laughs> hot minute now. Um, any, any thoughts there? Are you still selling? Oh, I guess not selling, but are you peddling uh, simple stocks? Yeah, I mean, if you want to count him as NA. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that's up to you guys. You guys are the experts. I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he was like his. The problem is, is like when he was in NA, at least this year, I, mm-hmm. like previous years, he was um, uh, previous years. He was on like other. It was like Brig mostly, okay. which is like it's not. I, I think when you look at simple, it's like the Zen and the Ana would be like the two mm-hmm. things that and Curix can, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong. That's like what mostly simple was known for, like beforehand. Yeah. Uh, in NA where we was up on our president academy where this was like Brig he had some pretty good Brig plays like I think that it wasn't like a detriment to the team but like Brig again is like kind of one of those heroes where it's like not as flashy as the honor sure. of the Zen and then I think he went to I forget what the team was he on like Starlight I think in like, yeah Korea? I think it's like ST Starlight yeah, on, is the full name, he's on but, some yeah. some other team and I didn't really follow Korea too much but from yeah. what I saw in like from what I saw from him in uh, summer series I was like yeah this is this is good it's not like his bread and butter of like the on and the sure. zen but like the, the brig did its job well enough for uprising academy to be relatively successful mm. one of the things i always say about simple that ha- made me for lack of a better term just like fall in love with him as a player yeah. um a we already know what he's capable of like just in the game we've seen it like so much on uprising academy we've seen it so much on all the other teams that he's been a part of mm-hmm. um still kind of weird we're talking about him because he's 
<laughs> He's just not player. an NA player anymore. Uh, yeah, a Korean player playing in Korea. <laughs> Listen, right I now. couldn't <laughs> have Herix on the show and... about something. Okay, fair like enough. We, yeah, we, we got we got through simple and yeah. amazing. We got we come. Fair, fair, fair enough. Let it be known that I didn't create the docket or anything that we had no, to go no. through. It wasn't. <laughs> I didn't bring any of this up. Um, but uh, but yeah, simple. Uh, the the thing that I would I do love about simple is he has that mm -hmm. kind of. He has kind of what Iris has, if okay. that makes any sense. Um, yeah. If anybody knows what goes on like behind the scenes and, and how these players kind of mesh with other people, um, Iris had this thing on like TI where everybody was just, everybody had way more fun when he was around. Like mm. genuinely way more fun. And I know that this seems like, oh, this is bullshit. Like who cares? That doesn't mean yeah, anything. Yeah, Yiska. Quit rolling your eyes. <laughs> and God in reality, um, in reality, it actually it actually adds a lot. And simple is mm. someone that elevates the morale in the team. And this is probably a better way to phrase it where maybe Yiska can get behind it. <laughs> that morale that morale actually <laughs> does does actually lend to your ability to sure, to sure. you know get some wins sometimes. Sure. Simple is a major factor in that regard as well. Mm -hmm. Another player that back in the mock tryouts that John hosted, um, another shout out to John, um, that he stood out in a big way, not just because he was dominant in his gameplay, but also because when you sit in and you listen to the comms and how everybody's communicating, A, he actually can communicate well enough in English, like pretty well, mm -hmm. um, that he can, you know, do like a bilingual team, which would be ideal, I think. Um, okay. Or I could do, obviously, just Korean. That would also be fine. Um, but uh, everybody loved him. Like, like loved him. Playing mm. with him. Everybody wanted to be on his team. Uh, he stuck around and, like, hung out with everybody after. You know, the coaches typically would have all their notes and everything, and they would go over them, uh, you know, one-on-one. -on -one, and actually, Simple would stick around, and he would kind of... Uh, chat with everybody and just have like a good time like that that's something that i think goes underappreciated yes. when someone like just genuinely is is like there to enjoy themselves and really loves what they do because that passion is sometimes hard to find right now sure. uh, at the league level um and it's something that can hold a player back if they don't have it anymore simple has that in spades i think um so I, I look forward to the day that simple is in the Overwatch League. I think it's a it's a win not if situation for him. Here's here's how <clears throat> I would say this, and it, this is theory of everything. And what I realized is, not only is it like is like the the ways people see the game different, very different. So if we're talking about, for instance, you know, we had Deepay on, and Deepay said like ninety five percent of uh, of our season is roster building, 85 to 95. And then like Gunba is like, nah, it's more like 70. And now I talk to Get Amazed and it's like 60, right? And then the same thing is like, one coach says, I don't care about like the internals unless, uh, uh, um, in terms of like, are they friends or whatnot? It's all about the skill and whatnot. I will say, all of those people can be right at the same time. Oh, for it's sure. It's absolutely I, I possible yeah. for these people mm -hmm. to all yeah. be right. And for Depay to be right to say that most of it is roster building yep. because dynamics work differently at different ends of the distribution for of wins. Sure. Yeah. Wins change everything, right? Like, that's yeah, also the theory of, um, of like, Christopher, who once said, like, 
maybe you should just let your team scrim some container uh, scrims just to get some wins in so they're not mm -hmm. as depressed about constantly getting fucking dicked down, right? <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> so, I think, like, if you're telling me, okay, someone like Simple, like, that, that type of attitude is good, I agree that this is a huge boon if you put him in a team that's outside the top three, right? Like, where you have to actually, like, live with more than two losses a season and, sure. like, have someone to pick up the uh, the situation... And this is the difference, I think, like this type of internal morale between like a London who will lose matches, but then sure. have the internal, the internals, right? The, the team structure to not mm -hmm. get destroyed and like, yeah. and okay, inflammatory, and Atlanta, who that it was a team that could have absolutely rode the wave like, had three losses maybe all season against, like, some banger mm -hmm. teams. They never get a problem internally, and it's all fine and dandy, right? Or they can end at the lower end of the distribution, and it's harder for them to come back. Right. And then th you have teams that almost have given up to a point of, like, ah, it's a, it doesn't really matter. We're losing anyway, right? Um, mm -hmm. That's also bad, right? So th the level of caring and like I I wouldn't discard like all of those intangibles. You just gotta apply them to the right context, and then they can be efficacious, right? Hundred percent. No, I totally agree. I think uh, mostly, mostly just taking shots across the bow, poking fun. Sure. Um, but I think there is going to be worse than. Uh, Atlanta. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We're gonna have to wait and see this AT core. I've I've been sold my stocks. I'm I'm all in. I think uh I think I'm 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 safe in my people uh, didn't people didn't buy in on the NA stocks when they were real low. Yeah. They were pretty cheap and they I liked were, what I saw. They were, so. You could have gotten a cheap, steal. Man. I don't know why you wouldn't flip that. That's just like, I still hey, right I still there. remember uh you guys doing those um those like mock drafts, yeah. mock drafts. drafts. Hey, don't forget those conversations I had with you. That's true. Um, uh, Joe, I'm telling you, man, there were some people y'all were leaving out. And what do you know? <laughs> like, what do you like, know? Like, yeah. Which I, one of you guys didn't, which one of you guys I, didn't put? I think both. Fucking, I think both times. Draft. No, we did. Mm, is that true? Yeah. We had someone in for sure. Okay. Did we? I think the first one, nobody wanted to take someone and we just had to. I was unbelievably high on someone. Yes, I yes. was. Yeah. I was insanely high. I even tweeted about it, and I don't yeah. tweet. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, I will say, like, Kellen still hurts me. Like he was what in one oh, round we did. Sure, I, I, he yeah. was my first round pick. Yeah, I think still... you had him first. Yes. Hey, you yeah. can't win them all. Can't win the second all, time around. You also drafted a Prita, and then That's I true. mean, oof. L listen, my I mean, rookie team stays feasting. You just pull duds. That's all I'm saying. Homie <laughs> didn't even play. <laughs> Shout out to Alpha E. That's all I'm saying. Took him twice. I uh, wouldn't Smart. think twice. I think that I think it's going to be a similar thing this next year too. I think there's going to mm -hmm. be a lot. Well, there's potential for there to be a good number of NA and EU rookies again, and a lot sure. of them are going to fly under the radar, and people are going to be yep. wildly surprised when, oh, no, what do you know? They're good. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit less EU rookies. Uh, Who could have seen that of, coming? Outside of a couple of teams for obvious reasons, but yeah. Um, but yeah. 
I mean, Eric, I'm going to peek behind the curtain for a moment. If there's a, a thirst for rookie fantasy draft and people, if the people want it, you know, we need to know. And Herex and Kenobi can be on. We were going to have it last year. Things kind of fell through the cracks. That's nobody's fault. But, you know, if people want the fantasy draft, they have to, you know, like and subscribe and leave a comment and maybe download the podcast. That's all I'm saying. If they want that, we can make it happen. Oh, this is the list from yes. Oof. Uh, Feasting. Alpha E, Reiner, Vigilante, OG, and Pineapple. I really Ugh. thought I was winning with this one. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. Oh, I know you no. did. And so did the audience. Apparently, everybody voted you as well. I think you won the award. Uh, uh, shout out. I'm, you know, just I, I think Kellen one is looking. That Kellen one is looking ripe right now. That yeah. Is, that, is a, that is an unlucky right there. To be fair, Reinforce also <laughs> like so so. Um, I think I think the, the there's there's I mean again audio and video listeners probably are completely confused uh, reviewing some of the rookie draft stuff, but I think for for reinforcement in particular, I think this. Who actually won? Did Avril win? I think well, Avril. I mean, we left it now by by no. virtue of the of hindsight. Yes. I think you would say yeah. have to say uh, Avril won probably with us yeah, just for audio good. listeners and like also <laughs> since we can't bring it up. Avril drafted Stalker, Kalush, MN3, Chio, and Irony. Yeah, that's a that's a winning pretty combination good. right there. Pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, shout out to Joe much. for shout out to Joe for getting pineapple at nineteen. Got a and keep listen. Gotta, keep in mind we were not allowed to pick proper, right? Like that was <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So what would you do this next year? Who are you? Who are you not allowed to pick next year? Probably. No, this there's is definitely loud. two names like, that come to mind. Right. I mean, Tsang and Max are like the two that you just can't uh, pick. Probably, and I feel like they're not remotely close to what yeah, Proper no. was. I think you that know? just by just by f like factor of there being two of them, I think it's already like okay. Well, if you take one, then you know I take the other. Oh, and well, we, I mean, I mean I, then the other two people just get hosed because they're <laughs> they're just. Uh, I found screenshots from like. Overwatch League coaches telling me in 2019 that Proper was the best player they've ever seen and that he was the best player in uh, Korean Contenders. 2019! Yeah. Yeah, that was a long time. When we're still playing GOATS. <sighs> that was so nasty. I don't know. Yeah, that yeah, should have been a Yeah, but they didn't make Gauntlet in 2020. L. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. L ratio C. L ratio Team CC pilled. True, true. Kenobi, I'm going to stick with you for a moment. I know you're you're a collegiate lad, and somebody that I remember seeing, I want to say, running through the national championships was somebody from High Five. Give me an update on Boat. Oh, Boat was... Uh, What's up? What's Boat doing? Is Boat still good? Boat, you like, like Boat? Boat's like mini Clutch God, I think is okay. like how I would describe it. Northwood had a tendency to just like during, and Herix was there, Northwood had this like weird tendency to just do like be the most confident team in the world we even memed it's like dynasty is the most confident man playing overwatch right now okay um and they would sometimes just like out of nowhere snap their fingers and like let's just clutch flights between bow and dynasty it was just crazy how they were able to just completely turn fights on their head i like boat a lot on content in contenders i don't think had as much success as they've had in sure. Egypt. um the competition in contenders especially at that role i think is like much higher all around um but I think Boat, like Boat's still looking like pretty good. I think he okay. probably needs a little bit more time in the oven in terms of like being sure. in like, uh, contenders in collegiate. But I, I do like Boat in terms of like being a player to look out for in collegiate specifically. 
Okay. So maybe somebody, you know, as talent filters up out of any contenders, maybe somebody to kind of watch yeah. as they filter up through the rung of NA contenders and maybe, you know, would it surprise you to yeah. see, you know, on a Red Bird, on an Odyssey, something, you know, something on similar some of these happened to like Landon, right? Because it, okay. Landon was kind of like uh, behind a little bit, like UV, because UV was just like the 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 kind of king in any contenders at the time, but Landon was still very good in collegiate. Sure. And, um, actually, I think Landon had most of his success in collegiate more so than anything. Mm. Uh, I think he was, Kirk's correct me if I'm wrong, I think he still played in contenders a little bit during that time, but I think most of it was like, he he was mostly successful like coming in from like contender or from college, yeah, like, he specifically was, in his Northwood stuff. Yeah, he was he played uh with uh Ardour um still okay. a few times. Um but yeah. I I I think that's pretty fair cuz it wasn't just it wasn't just Landon that was behind UV cuz you still had CJ and stuff like that and I think yeah. that's kind of where boat falls where it's not like Oh, if one player goes, then boats like next up. I think there's a, a collection of yeah. players and boats just amongst them. Yes. That's where I have them. All right. Is there anybody you feel is left on the table that you, you would want to talk about before we get into some some shenanigans? Hmm. Um... Anybody left that you think deserves a spotlight? We did give talk a shout about out Strider, to... probably the, the best Hammond we had. Granted, Hammond is a Hammond didn't, player. Didn't some really the, have a lot of Hammond, some of the but... best Roadhog stats we have actually as well too, because he oh. played it one match, uh, okay. <laughs> and kind of shit stomped with it, and then we never saw it again. <laughs> so... Oh, speaking of Hog, Hog Avani was fucking disgusting on Hog, but like yep. that was one play. Like that Hog play was like my man tippered like every single hook he had. Fucking unreal how good that hog play was uh, from mm -hmm. Abadu. Um, okay. Besides that, I'm not sure if, like, we, we've covered a lot of the teams so far. And there's I would say really, so. Like, I'm not sure if there's anyone that I would... I don't know if Felix is anyone else, but, like... I mean, that... there's definitely other players. It's yeah. just, once we start getting into some of those we players, go there's, like, like a, there's, like, a half dozen other yeah. players we have yeah, to right. bring up as well. Um, because there, there's generally... I, I think that depending on what the outlook of next year looks like, there are going mm -hmm. to be some players that we could talk about right now that do wind up making it to the league. Um, and some of them may pan out, some of them may not. Mm -hmm. um, but I think there, there are some realities in, in which there are some players that we haven't really fully discussed that could get opportunities. Um, but again, it just... Uh, I mean, you got another half hour for sure. us to go yeah. into yeah, all that I mean, kind of thing. It was, very, it was very competitive, <laughs> like, in, like, beyond, like, the top, like, the big four, quote-unquote, where it was, like, like in those, like, other teams, like, your Knicks's, your, uh, I think, what was it? Yeah, I think played in... NA Even for, within the top four, there's yeah. a couple players we haven't really talked about yeah. all too much. I mean... We I didn't think... talk about Wisp. I think Wisp deserves a lot of... The, like, some of their players deserve credit as well. So I there, mean, like, there is Haven, a... Cyrus. Haven, too. We didn't really talk about as much. Zira, we didn't talk about as much. Those are all players that, like, hey, depending on circumstances... Yeah. Mm -hmm. And age. Could... Yeah, and... and... Yeah, everything going right. There are there's some opportunities there. I think maybe even as early as next year, where mm -hmm. you could see them in the league and they could pan out. You never know. I think a lot of people didn't have a lot of faith in even players like Sam. Sure. But... Well, solid. Yeah. All right, Shenanigan time. Uh, we'll start with we'll start with Yerks. Uh, 
only rule to this game, you can't double up on the team. It has to be five separate teams. We'll do mm. we'll do five separate teams. Okay. One player from each team, create a, an all-star team. Go. From NA contenders. NA okay. contenders only. One one player from each are we, are we only allowed to use run it back teams? Yes. The most okay. recent tournament, run it back. Oh, that's just making that's things hard. so difficult. Okay, yeah, that's really hard. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll I'm put doing, three in there. Put yeah, three. I'm doing well that's that's even difficult because you I think you could just as easily say CJ from Odyssey. But I'm gonna go tree from Odyssey. Okay. He's playing he's playing my uh flex DPS. I'm taking lethal from Redbirds. Okay. He's playing my whatever the hell he wants to play. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take Ooh, this is this is maybe this is maybe where things are gonna get weird. Okay. <laughs> get weird with me. Cause I cause I think if you're going down the pipeline of like, okay, let me take like the best players from the best performing teams. Um, if I was going pip, I would say personally my top player on that team is probably lep okay but i'm taking squid okay my i know guy. that's weird i know that no. i already know. he's like a kiriko pl- mm, i'm actually i'm gonna have to pull out of that one because <laughs> it's like i i need to see more than the Kir- he's insane sure. at the kiriko sure. but i maybe need to see more than that um but it's like where do i go from there though that's a tough call because i could go i could go left there could go icy i do still need a tank mm-hmm. but but like kuffa's right there i could grab kuffa sure i can't grab arrow i could grab donghyun this is like this is almost impossibly difficult um <laughs> just because it's like one from each team yes so i've got tree and i've got lethal mm-hmm. i'm gonna take i feel like lep shouldn't even be a part of it because he's like kind of already owl Sure. And he like played one he played like one contender contender season in the off season. <laughs> Not <laughs> sure if that counts. <laughs> um I'm gonna I'm gonna take Donghyun from Timeless. Okay. So that gives me a main support and both my DPS and I need a yep. flex, I flex, flex support, support and a tank and a yep. tank. This is tough. <laughs> The flex supports and the tanks I want are on teams. That yeah. are. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to. Oh, this is just so difficult. This is so hard. There's definitely some decent options still. Mm-hmm. I think I didn't take anybody from Pip. So. Yeah, Pip is still. Over. I think I'm going to take Icy. Okay. But there are a lot of good tanks still left to pick from. Like I think Matt Merck, Cowman, all uh-huh. good. Strider you could take. Avani could be a, like an interesting way to go. Mm-hmm. Um so I just need a flex support now. Yes. Simple. <laughs> so yeah. Well I can't because he's, he's this would be so much easier if we could just, this would be so if much easier if we could I'll have the best team of all time. Um uh and it's like, I would be down for either fish cake or paintbrush, but neither of them are really a flexible player. Yeah, you're not really player. flexible on that one. Um, and it's like, I like momentum, but again, same situation. Kind of just a, a main tank. I like Haley, but again, or sorry, main support. I, I, again, main support. 
Um, oh, this is this gets real tough. I I I feel like I feel like since I'm locked out of all my teams and I still need a flex support, <laughs> it's got to be between Fix and Neb. I think. Yeah, that's what I was okay. thinking too. Neb Neb is like Neb is autonomous enough. I think with this hero pool to probably be considered like that. Yeah, I mean Neb is like, I think. Yeah, I I think I have to go with Fix. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, that that one. I think you could go in a, like seventy five thousand different directions. Sure. Lock it in. But I think that's <laughs> my team. I think it's Tree Lethal IC Donghyun Fix. I think. All right. Fuck it. We'll lock it in. Okay. I'll. I'll for the sake of like uh being no different. no no sakes no 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 no, 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 no. Uh, so I mean okay then I'm gonna take tree yeah I, I don't okay I'm gonna take tree to spice it up I'm going to t- I'm gonna take gig okay uh, I think that's fair yeah I'll take gig I will take squid okay uh oh actually I can just get okay. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'll I'll take I'll take okay. Tree gig squid arrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then That's a good team already. I need a I need a main support, don't I? Uh luckily you have like eighty five options because yeah. <laughs> I mean I Oh, it's either I'm thinking either Neb or Yumitra as like who I also thought Paintbrush was like pretty okay this season. Um Yeah. Paintbrush is good. I'll lock it in with Yumitra. So it's tree, gig, squid, arrow, Yumitra as my team. Alright. Yes, good. And then Coach what? Coach Empress. Coach Empress based. Already owl can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> tough call. Also, I don't think was Empress like officially on an NA team. Yeah, they, it was on. I, I, well, Tree officially, officially. Okay. I don't know about it. I I don't know about officially, but Tree after every oh, yeah. oh, summer think, series I, would say I think that she like, was actually. Yeah, I know she she helped. I don't think people realize this, but she helped almost every fucking team in NA and oh, really? a couple of. Oh, teams. I didn't yeah. know. That. Okay, she. I remember she Tree was, was saying incredible. It a lot, with everybody and and tier two she she always kind of like jumped in and and helped people individually that she had worked with on previous teams and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um took time out of her day to like do that um that's why a lot of people hold her in very high esteem because Mm -hmm. she goes out of her way to go above and beyond Mm -hmm. um but but yeah, I, I, I didn't know because there's a lot of teams that she has helped that she isn't like mm-hmm. officially listed as a coach sure. for. Yeah. I know Odyssey was traditionally the one she was always listed for amongst uh, the EU teams that she did uh, with the Ultimates and uh, what was it? Falcons? Uh, I yes, think. Falcons. Um, that, uh, yeah, she, she was listed as for those, but yeah. Anyways. I guess you feel plugged in? You feel, you feel up to date with the NA? Sure. Sure. Good. I feel like we talked at Yiska for like. (laughs) I don't know how much he's so. I mean, to to be be fair, like, 
I I, I feel gig like checked, gig, for you, you checked out after the gig conversation for a long <laughs> time. Like I I thought there was going to be probably a lot of contenders and A talent that would mm-hmm. be promoted. Unfortunately, yeah. the the APEC situation has completely shifted incentive structures for uh, a yeah. lot of teams, right? Because like if you have if you can get like an S tier player at min, I'm Might sorry, well. right? And like, I mean. And he's also really young, though. I think it's yes. like kind of the other thing about it. Like a lot of the players that we've talked about are like we, we've talked about some that would be like eligible, like CJ, for instance. But mm-hmm. like a lot of that Odyssey core is like sixteen. They're yeah. not, so it's kind of like True. a re uh, restructuring almost of like where we get these players from. Because I mean, last year it was like pretty last season rather it was like yeah, let's just get AT, and then like there were some other really good players from, from like the from like in particular. But now it's just kind of like we have to wait a little bit and be uh patient for those players that like we until we get that like big wave mm-hmm. listen all i'm hearing is that uh little german boy is a little upset that usa is gonna clear them in the world cup that's all i'm saying <laughs> i mean they may have very well might it's not like i, I, th- I think that's an extreme likelihood <laughs> yeah. what is what is the german team even? i don't know i mean I hotties in the league so hottie, i mean yeah. depending on the rule set it's tough right <laughs> yeah a bless uh, you know, with the World Cup, hopefully by the time, you know, the audience hears this, hopefully we'll have a better idea of what our free agency window looks like. Uh, or maybe we won't. We'll have to wait and see. You'll know if you're listening to this, you'll know better than us. Um, but as long as that's said done, I think that's going to be 275. I want to give a special thank you to both Hurix and Kenobi for joining us. Um, Hurix, we'll start with you. What's up? What's going on in your life? Uh, where can people find you? What are you doing? Yeah, pretty much uh, just in between stuff with contenders right now. We just finished up Run It Back, just did Homecoming. Kenobi also doing the same stuff, so he'll probably parrot the same series <laughs> <laughs> right now. But uh, we tend to do a lot of stuff together. It's it's nice it's having some some good friends to do what you love to do uh, alongside you. But uh, but yeah, uh, at CT Herex, I'm I'm working on at Herex, but Elon isn't hooking me up, man. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, at CT Herex, you can find me um, on Twitter. I don't really, I'm very bad at socials. It's to the detriment of my career. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, tw- Twitter is pretty much it. I don't do Instagram. I don't do it. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> Nobs? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to parrot the same thing that Herex said. Um, we did, uh, we just finished out Homecoming and Run It Back. It's, uh, again, really nice to be on broadcast with Herex again. I don't... I think the last time it was like Chinese contenders in like 2019. Uh, but yeah, I, I've really enjoyed working on right back this season uh, in NA with Yurix and the rest of the casters that we have. Uh, you can find me at, at Kenobi. There's or at Kenobi cast. There's no way I'm going to get at Kenobi ever. Disney will come to my house and break down my walls. <laughs> um, in terms of like what I do, I, I'm going to I've been writing a few more like story driven pieces mm-hmm. um, just on medium. I will probably have been one. good. Uh, thank you. Uh, I will probably write one about Redbirds uh, and them doing the double uh, with Collegiate Homecoming and um, and run it back winning that. So uh, keep an eye out for that. I will probably get it out sometime after. After what? After Christmas. Oh, okay. You got to open him presents. You got to make sure him not get cold. Oh, yes, we're about to have dude. We're about to lose power here. There's the forty mile an hour winds. We are fucked. Yeah, I've heard that there's supposed to be some sort of like blizzard 
you know, weird winter storm. My computer keeps screaming about it. Uh, Yiska, mm-hmm. how is it? What's going on? Would you like to leak anything now that it's 2.30 a.m. and you're delirious? Uh, I mean, I can say that we talked about players that have handshake agreements today. Um, Ooh. Ooh. Handshakers. I Any mean, nodders? I they, they, well. <laughs> <laughs> like, they have to have handshake agreements because, of course, by this point... Sure, of course, the free way, agency yeah, windows. Yeah, yeah. It's not open right. yet. Um, I will... Like, I guess it's going to be a little bit darker for the next two weeks if around me i think i still have probably reports and like maybe a general manager panel that i'm looking to host but True. other than that like Ooh. i'm actually off for two weeks so um it's going to be are a you going to play more hunt showdown or are you going to prestige again <laughs> yeah you little sweat lord oh jesus christ like is your partner gonna shoot you in the back of the head i, I heard he was gonna, gonna jump into some dark and darker yeah, I was, like, yeah. I was about to say darker and darker <laughs> he keeps trying to sell everybody now. out of he's 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 a fucking dark and darker shill yeah the, the thing is like i'm being accused of being just like a twitch streamer fanboy in terms of like <laughs> <laughs> wait you aren't I just like these ga- i i see game i think game looks funny i suggest game now I'm a simp, like... <laughs> yeah, you don't ever get to k- criticize the Zoomers in our community with, yeah, with true. sentences like that, all right? You're, <laughs> you're just as degenerate as the rest of us. You enjoy Look. having a good time. You spend you spend way too much hours on Super Auto Pets to, to hold some Yes, crazy. but this is, this is boomer content. I'm watching That's a, not boomer content. A, a middle... You a, pick the giraffe because it says giraffe. Yeah, dude, dude... Let's be yeah. honest, Super Auto Pets is definitely fucking Zuma content. It's you are, not. You are, you're wrong. Yes, and Doc and Daka isn't either. <laughs> it's it's the epitome of like mid thirties, like a child is screaming in your ear. You're you're suffering from sleep deprivation gaming. That's what Listen, Doc and Daka if is. If I buy this game and we're not naked running somebody down with daggers, then I'm gonna be a little <laughs> upset. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. See, like, th- that's the most annoying thing about this game. It's like, it seems to have no matchmaking. You're always, like, queuing as solo into, like, three decked out people where you're just like, okay, well, I guess... Oh, so it is So it is exactly like Tarkov got it. I don't have the same experience as him. I go in and I run in without armor and I just bonk people on the head. And they <laughs> and that's all there is to it. I, I really just extracted like once and it was only because I, I got to ambush like a 3v3 and just like stood behind and got the archer and then like could sneak out. That was the only mm. time I, I can I <laughs> can I confess I actually didn't know you can extract with gear. Like I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's no. just like a battle royale type thing. <laughs> like oh, no. for the, for at least five games until uh, you can play it on hardcore mode for Apparently. this entire time. Yeah, no. running and drive. Yeah, not only can you extract, but you can also use the red ones and go down a floor, and then those like that's even harder. Okay, mm-hmm. and it has like bosses that have only been killed like four times. Jeez. What? Okay, yeah. interesting. All right. Yiska's learning. See, Joe, I'm Joe is hooked. A, this Joke. got derailed pretty hard. I mean, that's what happens at the end of the show. What that's what happens. The good news is that this finished, I believe, under two hours. And I, I don't know who you have for EU, but if everybody does their due, due diligence on EU, then that one is going to be, <laughs> I mean, bank for about six hours on EU. Yeah, There's yeah. way too much depth there. 
Sure. Well, I mean, that's that's definitely a good thing, and we There's will be doing a lot of content you. for you. Yeah, we'll... like I said, bank six hours. So you're gonna right. six. It is six you're hours for, for zero pickups. Six hours, zero pickups. I mean, come on. There's got. There's definitely some names in there. Definitely some in there. Yeah, then but... we'll get a tribe lock. Yeah, whoever gets whoever gets picked up by justice. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't be so sure, dude. Like, I I saw some crazy stuff. la justice. Like, let's let's think just like the levels. I'm not saying that particular player is true, right? Just the level, so we can. Okay, don't clip me out of context, please. But like, <laughs> just think a player like Alpha Yi might go for min. Sure. That's what you're competing against this season. Are you oh. Alpha Yi, you little European boy? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I don't think Joe thinks you are. You're goddamn right I don't. <laughs> See, like, you didn't think Alpha Yi was asking. I sat here on this podcast and tried to convince you about Alpha Yi, and Joe is the only one who listened. I mean, I, I believed he was good, but at the same time, I was still proper pilled. And I will say, in, that, in context of that, I'm still correct. <sighs> I, there's, there's nothing in me more that... My internal vibes when he when he tries to compare anybody to proper is that gif of that that clown cosplayer that like flicks the top off of the vodka bottle oh, and yeah. just downs <laughs> it. Like, yeah, of course you're proper pilled. Every you and everybody else and their mother is proper pilled, okay? Let's let's do a little bit yeah, of but you know, I don't have that bug in the human code where I get bored of that. You you get you have a bug in the human code that you spam caterpillar comps on a two D game with that auto battles for you. Okay, that's pretty good. It's giraffe well. man. I'm sure it does. Anyways, that's two seventy five. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Thank you too for joining us. Uh, we're out of here. See you. Happy Christmas.